Despite the COVID-19 pandemic, laborers throughout the region are essential workers and still working to improve our infrastructure. Lyuna Local 477 business manager Brad Scheibe joins us to talk about his local and the future of organizing on this episode of The Laborer. Welcome to this edition of The Laborer, a podcast produced for laborers by laborers. I'm Tim Roseberry. Joining us today is Brad Scheibe, business manager for Local 477 in Springfield, Illinois. Hi, Brad. Hey, good morning. Uh, Brad, tell us a little bit about uh, Local 477 and uh, how Lyon is doing in Springfield. Doing great, uh, growing. Uh, Local 477 has about 1,450 members. We have uh, mostly construction, but we also have a large contingent of uh, public employees. So we have police departments, uh, municipalities, uh, school uh, school bus drivers, uh, we have a very diverse membership. Uh, we have seven counties, and uh, we've been blessed with just an enormous growth over the last, uh, I'd say, probably 18, 19 years since I've been there. So it's been, it's a, it's a very diverse and growing local. I take a diversity as a big strength for your local. Uh, what, what, kind of, uh, what kind of part does it play in uh, the everyday business of Local 477? Well, I think it plays a part it should play in every single union hall in the country. I think that if we literally believe in everybody's right to the American dream, then we should take the steps to make sure that that's a, that's a reality and an opportunity that people could achieve that. Uh, we take steps to make sure that that is uh, part and parcel of our operating practices. So what we do is we work with the local colleges that have uh, programs like higher education, we work with the NAACP. We work with all of the different minority groups to make sure that we give the opportunity to apply and get a basic um, you know, understanding of what they'd be applying for and making sure that they have the same opportunity as everyone else to apply for the job, get into the local, and become gainfully employed. I truly believe that that's kind of a mantra of our local, that everyone deserves a chance and everyone deserves a right to the American dream. Brad, speaking of somebody that's been to one of your union meetings, it's 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 an exciting night. They they seem to really get into the message. Yeah, we're I'm I mean, listen, I'm I'm going on my 20th year as a business manager and I've been blessed. And I say it all the time. Our membership is amazing. I mean, our average at a union meeting is 230 plus. That's not a Christmas meeting. That's not a special meeting where we're giving away scholarships. That is a normal meeting in a November or an October. We're just blessed. You know, our membership, I think a lot of that is because of the fact that they take ownership of some of the things we do. They take ownership of the scholarships that we do. You know, we've given over $500,000 in scholarships away to the, uh, to the children of our members. And LDRT, Labor's Disaster Response Team. You know, these men and women have been dispatched to seven different natural disasters. And when they go to these disasters and they do these things with the local and they work on the scholarships, I think that they take a different approach to what being a member of Lyon is. It's not just a card. It's not paying dues and going to work. It is a lifestyle it is a life. And, you know, a lot of people say, I want a career. I want a career. 
this isn't, you know, I see career as a way of making financial gain. This is a lifestyle. This is, I am part of something that is bigger than myself. How does that translate into political power in Springfield? I think it translates exactly like we would hope it does. It, uh, it puts feet on the ground. It puts, uh, you know, knocking on doors, handing out flyers, getting out to vote. You know, when we, when we see the uh, charts come out with people who are eligible to vote and did they vote, and, you know, how many people participated in walking precincts or, or phone banking. I think it, 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 it sets the tone for everything that we do. I believe, and, I, and I, I will say this to the day that I'm not in a position to give my opinion, is the fact that if you're at the union meetings, you have a membership that's at those meetings, they're an active membership, you will change your local, you will change your community, and you will change your union. How is work in Springfield and the surrounding area? Absolutely amazing. We've got 100% um, 100 employment this year. As far as market share, we've got the, some of the highest market share in the country. Um, we have project labor agreements in school districts, municipalities, sanitary districts, um, convention centers. You know, we basically, due to our partnerships with LDRT and our political activism and our community activism, it has allowed us to put into governance when bid documents come out for new projects that those projects will mandatorily, by bid document, have the men and women of our organization on those projects. Brad, as we record this, uh, we're going through a healthcare crisis in this country now, uh, a COVID-19 pandemic. How has that affected your workers and their ability to work? In our community currently and in our jurisdiction of our local union it has not affected them other than personally. It has affected the relationship of them and their wives or them and their husbands and their children not being able to go to school or their significant other not being able to work. But when it comes to our members, they've been rated as essential employees. And I, you know, I, I want to key on that essential employees, the men and women of labor and of our local 477 that are on all these bridges, on all these school projects and these highways are essential employees. And I, I think that's important that they realize that because I know of so many people who had a prior opinion of what construction was. And those individuals are now out of work because what they did for a living at one time might have been important, but right now it's not rated as essential. And our men and women are working on those projects every day and making those benefits and making those wages. And I think that, you know, COVID has affected so much of our daily lives. But when it comes to financial opportunity, which is a key part of success of our members, I think that it has had a minimal, minimal effect. We have 100 percent employment right now. Jobs uh, ever since the lockdown happened in Illinois in early March, we have been absolutely taking new members because we can't keep up with the workload. So as the nation talks about the highest unemployment numbers, if not greater than during the Great Depression, we're taking people off of those unemployment roles and we're putting them into our local and putting them on projects. You guys know me and I'm a, I'm a student of history. During rough times and during times of great crisis, those individuals have a skill set that becomes very much in need, which means you have more of a voice, 
I think that the future of this is going to lend to some of the biggest organizing that this country has ever seen. I think that people are starting to realize that if Brad Shivey's on a job and has a problem uh, in a factory, then, you know, sometimes it's Brad Shivey or maybe one or two others, but, you know, I'm here to feed my family. But when you start talking about health issues or safety issues that affect every one of us on that factory floor, guess what? It's not just him, it's all of us. And the fact is, is what happens to him or what happens to her can affect me. And so their fight is my fight. I think we're going to have an amazing opportunity to stand up for people that now want a voice. They now want to collectively say we will be heard. I think you have seen that so far. I think you've seen hundreds of individuals at meatpacking plants that said, I don't care what the repercussions are. I won't be there until we all feel safe. Well, what that is, is the beginning of a forming of a union. And, you know, if you get a collective thought, you hear a lot about collective bargaining. And it's no different than a collective thought, a collective movement of we will not do A unless we receive B. And I think that that's important because these individuals who have found that they were dismissed. You know, look at the, the CNAs that work in these retirement homes. That is a job that most people, unless you go there and see your mother or your father or your grandparents, you don't realize the, the work and the effort those people go through every day. The individuals in these meatpacking plants, which most people wouldn't even, couldn't imagine going there to work every day, but they're in a hurry to go to their local grocery store and pick up their pork or beef. They don't realize how it got there. I think that what's going to take place is there's going to be a resurgence of labor where people realize if we stand together and fight together, we'll win together. If we do it alone, it's a recipe for disaster. And we're going to leave it at that. Brad Shivey, local 477 business manager from Springfield, Illinois. Thank you for being on our show. I loved it. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And thank you for listening to this edition of The Laborer a podcast produced by Lyuna Midwest Region. I'm Tim Roseberry.